You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Drive. Start. Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Look at him, look at him, look at him. Let's go racing drivers. Unbelievable. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host. One of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Well, four minutes after the hour, it's the second hour of power. So you know what we do. So what we do every Friday is Race Central. It's the drive from 3 to 5 right here on ESPN Radio and streaming around the country and around the globe. At the website that makes you a smarter motorsports fan, that site would be racecentralmedia.com. Well, we've deep staged, we went in thin, we red lit, we've, you know, we've done everything we could do wrong but we finally done something right, and he's a he's a pride of Drummond's Tennessee. Uh, he drives a Parts Plus dragger, dragster, and your top fuel winner last weekend at the last ever Mile High Nationals. Clay Milliken, welcome to the Premier Home. Man, thank you guys for having me on. I'll tell you what, last weekend was huge. Very sad, obviously, last one there, but, man, was I proud to leave out of there with, uh, with that wallet and the special tro- trophy from Mr. John Vandermeer as well. It was an incredible weekend for everybody. You know, um, and it was, <laughs> I mean, and you and you and you you took out the home team. You took out Leah in round one, which was, which was interesting. Uh, but you, I mean, you unloaded fast, and you you got better slowly throughout the weekend. And when you went went in um, to the finals, were you feeling like you know what, I can get this thing done? A hundred percent. I mean, to be honest with you. We either have lost first round or we win. That's, that's been our pattern. Yeah. And so when we won first round, I'm like, okay, game over. We're fixing to win this thing again. <laughs> you know, and that's exactly what happened. I mean, it was no easy runs whatsoever. I mean, when you have to race, you know, Sean Langdon in the semis and, you know, uh, we raced Mike Salinas in second round, then you got one of the greatest ever to do it in Doug Collette in the final round. I mean, there yeah. was no nothing easy about it whatsoever. And, you know, Jim O is, is uh, just an incredible tuner, and he did an amazing job. And everybody on this entire Parks Plus team, man, they just stepped up. And, and the only thing I could do was something wrong. And thank goodness I did not. And, you know, and those wind lights just kept coming on. Yeah. Now, what's ironic, though, yeah, is you, I mean, Colette has been snake bit for a few years here, but uh, Jim Overhoffer tuned for those guys a few years ago, didn't he? Uh, yeah, like 31 years. <laughs> yeah, Jimbo yeah, was there while. for 31 years, uh, you know, ran their entire operation for many, many years. And, you know, he is just a wealth of knowledge. And, boy, when he gets a hold of it, look out. And that's that's what we've seen. You know, like I said, we if we get by first round, it, it's, it's just an amazing race car. And to be honest with you, even a lot of those first round losses were so extremely close that, you know, that's just drag racing. There's nothing easy about it. But I am uh, I'm very, very happy with this entire team where we're at. There's not a bad apple in this bunch. And they they just give me a great race car, win or lose. It is a good race car. Yeah, I mean, you're highly consistent. You've been doing this a long, long time. You know, so I, so I was thinking God, the last time I talked to Clay was when I had my ESPN radio show in San Francisco, California on KMBR, and you were driving for the trucking company, which is escaping. Wonder Enterprises. 
Warner Enterprises. And, and they piped the interview through all the squawk boxes in the, in the trucks, too. I remember that. And that was, that's, been a, that's been a long time. You, I mean, yeah, holy cow. The, the last year I drove for them was 2006. It's, it's definitely been a while. Man, oh, man, oh, man. So the, the swing, so you're now, now you're on the swing set. So you got the first the first pass of the swing taken care of. Um, uh, Seattle's an interesting place. That drag strip years ago used to be a one lane racetrack, and they finally got that fixed. But uh, I mean, are you are you feeling a little extra pressure because the swing is the swing? Uh, to be honest, not really. You know, I mean, I've done this. This is my twenty fifth year driving a top fuel car, and and you know these things give you new surprises all the time so <laughs> nothing surprises me i guess is a way to put that yeah. you know it's uh it's purely go out here and do the best job you can on this first qualifying run which is coming up very soon and then you know you deal with it as it comes i mean the only thing you can take take care of is what you're doing right this very moment and that's the way that this team operates you know it doesn't matter what we break what we do what we win you know we got to take care of what we're doing right now and then that'll take care of the rest as you move forward yeah um, yeah, it was funny. I was making jokes during the show. Oh, I'm not making jokes, but the Western swing is over. The iconic Western swing is over. I mean, I guess we could do a, a two-step swing. We can make do Sonoma and, and, and Seattle, but it's, it's just not going to be the same without the Western swing start. Right, but who knows? Oh, we'll see what the future, future holds. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we certainly all have, you know, hopes that the Bears will, you know, build a new track, but obviously you're right. It, you know, the Western swing will not be the Western swing for at least next year you know who knows what they got planned out and you know things we don't know about yet but we certainly hope that uh, they build another facility because we need that family in in drag racing they're an amazing family that has done so many things i mean but it's no matter what they do you know that they they've done their job i mean 65 years is an incredible run at a family business, and especially one that depends on fans coming in and, and paying their hard-earned money to watch drag races. I mean, my hat's off to that entire family. I just love each and every one of them. So, you know, we uh, we, we shot a, a, a Race Central TV show uh, up there in Antron's hospitality over the weekend, and I asked a lot of the guys um, their their favorite or or least favorite Bandamere moment. Do you do you have something? In your uh, in your playbook, <laughs> yeah. Clay Milligan. Oh, I mean, you know, no doubt. Last Sunday was my favorite moment ever at Vandermeer. <laughs> yeah, you know? I, had, I had a feeling. Uh, <laughs> probably my least favorite was uh, a year or so before I lost in the final to Torrance by I think five or six thousandths of a second. You know, that was one that was just right there for the taking that we just barely let get away from us. So you know, probably that. I mean, there's there's so many memories there. I've been like I said, I've been doing this for for so long, but. You know, the losses in the finals are always tough, tough losses, no matter what's going on. It's like, man, oh, man, it was right there when you finally make it to a final. And I actually have had that happen twice that we've lost in the final there. But we finally got it done at the very last opportunity to do it. And, you know, certainly going to miss that place. No two ways about that. Yep. Tenth in the championship right now. Uh, how would you rate your season so far? Well, not including last weekend. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, it, it's certainly been, you know, feast or famine. There's been no in-between. Like I say, we're, uh, if we win first round, you know, we've won eight consecutive rounds. If you count the first rounds, we're, you know, 0-8 in first rounds with the exception of the two we won. So, you know, we're either heroes or zeros. You know, we don't, we can't seem to find no in-between, but. If we keep uh, getting by first round and going to final rounds, the points are going to take care of themselves. No, no doubt about that. 
what I mean, but you, you, you're obviously you're in the thick of it. But what needs to happen between now and the end of the season for it to come down to, you know, Pomona and and maybe a championship for Clay Millican? What has to happen? No, I mean, we just need to find a little more consistency. I mean, it's pretty obvious that when our car goes down the racetrack that it's really, really good, you know, so it's just a matter of being consistent more often. You know, when it is right, it's it's really right. And, you know, when it's not, it's not. So, you know, that is pretty much a cliche answer. I know that. But like I just said, 0-8 in first rounds or 8-0 and and, you know, after we win first rounds. So yeah. that's a pretty big spread for, you know, for racing no two ways about that yep it's a parts plus dragster driver your winner in top fuel the final time the last time the last show at bandimer speedway last weekend five career wins in top fuel but 21 career final rounds boy does that that tells us a lot right there and you've already addressed that it's uh you know it's a blink of an eyelash uh career best et is a 362 with an eight best speed 335 two with a three clay have a great weekend i'd love to see it get a win in seattle and uh, potentially head off to Sonoma for a chance at a, at a three-peat. So it's, I'm so glad we, we've had you, and we won't wait another 20 years. And best to you, and hopefully we'll see you in Pomona. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I enjoy it. Look forward to doing it again for sure. You got it, Clay. Go, go get him this weekend. Clay Milliken right there, your winner at the last time. As we said, the final show, the last pass. Maybe we'll call the TV show the last pass. At Bandimer Speedway there in Seattle this weekend, then off to my home track in Sonoma. It is Race Central on the radio. I'm Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen. It's a drive from 3 to 5. The video cast is up at, uh, well, it's on racecentralmedia.com, but it's also on our YouTube page. Just Google Race Central Unplugged. I'm the insider. More good stuff coming up after this. I want to drive. Get the car off the trailer. Now, back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports. Your host, Kurt Hansen. Oh, good to talk to Clay Milliken. Uh, it's, it's, it's probably been, I mean, I could be wrong. I, maybe yeah, it was uh, Warner Trucking, and they were powder blue trucks. The big yellow logo. I remember all that really well, but I don't think it was twenty years ago. It it, it might have been. I might have been here in Denver. I don't know. I got hypoxia from the altitude. Uh, if you're a regular, you know I get these great uh, cars to drive, and I have to thank our good friends over at Drive Shop so much. Uh, and I've had three really neat cars, and I, I was lucky enough. I just had the uh, 2023 Honda, the H. RV five door all wheel drive EXL, which just basically means it's bigger, got more room. This is a really uh, interesting um, vehicle, and I mean that in a good way. The and, and I, I know you hear me say this, but when I d- drive these cars to review them, I'm more tuned into the way they perform, the way they handle. Where they stop? Are they predictable? I mean, is it a good, solid car? If I read off every feature this car has, we'd be here for a long time and you'd be bored. It's just, it's amazing. You know, cars these days are almost like the latest, greatest state-of-the-art cell phone with an engine and wheels. Because if I read all the really cool stuff this thing has, uh, we'd be here for a long time. What I will tell you is it is a really good car and a really great driving car. It's got a boatload of room. You know, it's got all the toys you expect. You know, 
the fancy 17-inch wheels, uh, all-weather tires, the dual climate zone, um, you know, heating and air conditioning system for front and back. I mean, I could go on and on and on. Uh, you know, it's got, you know, the, the lane uh, the lane departure sensors. It's got, you know, the, the proximity sensors. It, when people are too close to you or coming up behind you, it's got, you know, blind assist. I mean, I, again, cars these days, it's really, really hard to buy a bad car. And Honda doesn't build bad cars. Uh, this has got a massive sunroof, uh, moonroof sunroof with uh, the tilt. Um, I love the remote start. I love the, the key, you know, keyless start. Uh, the walk-away automatic locking because sometimes I forget. I mean, it's just, it's so much car, but it drives just great. Um, it's combined 27, 25 city, 30 highway. I know I got better than that. And it's it's a fresh car on the market, so it hasn't been, you know, uh, rated for uh, front crash, side crash, rollover, all this stuff. But again, Honda only builds terrific cars. But this car starts at twenty eight grand, and it's it's a full size SUV. Um, comes with the Honda roadside assistance, three year, thirty six thousand mile warranty. The one I had with everything and. Mine had everything. $30,500. Again, I haven't got time to read off all the features, but I really enjoyed driving this car. I had a bunch of stuff to haul around, getting ready for our TV shoot up at the Mile High Nationals. Plenty, plenty, plenty of storage room, fold-down receipts. Um, just a really, really impressive car. It's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a new addition to the fleet. It's a 2023 HR-V 5-door, all-wheel drive, XL or EXL Honda. And if you're looking for something in that, you know, it's this is not a big, big, big SUV, but it's it's bigger than the midsize. And if you're looking for something in that price range or in that category, you really got to go drive that car. It's it's I was very impressed, very very impressed. It's a Honda. What can we say? Um, Sid, you're telling me we gotta, we gotta, but we gotta, gotta go. Two minutes. Um, well, I guess, I guess we've got two minutes. Uh, I was gonna go back and just double check something because uh, sometimes things get away from me, you know. So yeah, Clay is tenth. Uh, Justin Ashley came to Mile Highs in first place. He stays in first place. Steve Torrance made some inroads. Leah Pruitt's still hanging around in third. So it's Ashley Torrance, Pruitt, Brittany Force, Austin Proc, Antron Brown, Mike Salinas, Josh Harp, Doug Coletta, Clay Milliken. Uh, Sean Langdon is lurking in 11th, but the cutoff line is 10. Tony Schumacher, 12. And I can go down and down and down and down. But, you know, um, I, I will say this, too. We had a chance to catch up with Buddy Hull, uh, the Dallas, Texas driver. He was on our TV show. That dude is a hoot. And Greg Carrillo is a Denverite, and he's raced up there for years on the Santiago's Mexican restaurant dragster and uh, had a pretty good weekend. Uh, surprised a lot of people. Was was fast, consistent. Wouldn't that be neat someday? Someday. Well, we'll have to find out. Because I'm not sure we'll have a dragster here anymore. We hope. We hope. 
But I don't think that Greg's going win, to win in his home track unless uh, we get a track built. Pretty simple stuff right there. Uh, Photo Joe Star coming up next. We'll talk a little NASCAR right here on the Premier Home. And i got to talk about Cole Pars Hobby Towns, two locations to serve you. The Superstore in Aurora, and if Fred doesn't have it, it probably doesn't exist. And don't fool around with this stuff on the Internet. I mean, really, especially these days. You know, nobody wants to deal with anybody. It's it's just a nightmare. Um, I hear so many horror stories of the wrong thing showing up or shows up and it's broken. That happened to me. And uh, just go, go to where the pros go. I mean, whenever they talk about new toys and new hobby stuff, uh, all the local news channels are over at Fred's Place, Colpar's Hobby Town in Aurora. And go in and tell him you heard us talking about him on the radio because he's a great friend, a great client. Uh, we're blessed to have such terrific clients, long-term clients. And, uh, you know, but we do have a newbie. That's NorthstarLiquorSuperstore.com. NorthstarLiquorSuperstore.com in Johnstown. Drive a little, save a ton. Confection foods, all the beverages you love. A lot of racing on TV this weekend. Go up there, stock up. Prices are unbelievable. And uh, it's just short drive up by 25. But go to the website because they have so many specials and offers and in-store tastings and stuff. They got a full dance card. It's North Star Liquor Superstar on the web.com or right there in Johnstown. NASCAR conversation with Photo Joe Star Big West Racing coming up after this. I'll be back. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'll be back. In a minute. I'm going to make a million on the average. I'm riding with no brain. I'm out of it. Every Friday here on the Premier Home for Motorsports, AM 1600, FM 104, through the fan in HD2. And streaming around the country and around the globe at racecentralmedia.com. Uh, Sydney will have uh, this show up on uh, both sites, racecentralmedia.com, and then also on um, denversports.com uh, for your listening enjoyment. And uh, Race Central. TV, you can uh, watch on Denver Comcast or anywhere you can hear my voice around the country and pretty much around the world now. And um, it, it also is easily found on racecentralmedia.com. As he normally does, Photo Joe Starr from BigWestRacing.com. I haven't talked to Joe in a couple of weeks. Uh, missed you at the track over the weekend, obviously, because I was up, uh, you know, getting sunstroke at Van Emmer Speedway. <laughs> and it took me even getting there early and going in the back way and only an hour and a half to get into media parking on Sunday. So uh, hopefully if they build a new trail, if they build a track where they're telling me that shouldn't be a problem in the future, but we'll find out. So what, uh, what the hell's going on? Well, I guess the biggest story is uh, Vandermeer running the last mile high nationals and with the crowds they had, uh, again, everybody in town was talking about that concert at, uh, um, that chick. Mile High Stadium. Yeah, that girl. Yeah, but Yeah, that girl. And, but you know what? The Yankees were in town. They had sellouts at uh, Coors Field with that. Uh, um, you know, they had very good attendance at the concert at Red Rocks. Uh, it was good, very good attendance at Colorado National that day. So 
I don't think anybody was home. Everybody was out yeah. at some event somewhere in the in the city of Denver in the metropolitan area. Yeah, why so, wouldn't you be? And boy, if we had temperatures last week like we have today, there'd be even more people out. Absolutely. And, I mean, we've got <laughs> stuff coming up uh, now. Uh, I mean, uh, next weekend, uh, you know, Joey's got uh, two races out at Phillips County on on Thursday and Friday. Um, going to feature the, the late models and, and what have you. Thursday uh, and Friday. I know he's in the Friday Night Lights thing, but he's got a Thursday race? They're, yep, Thursday, July 27th, wow. and then they're going to follow that up with another race on Friday. Now, they've they've uh, they've had some rain up there, rain outs, and I think they're trying to make some stuff up. They they ran out the uh, the late models earlier, I think July 7th, or was that the makeup? Whatever it was, they got yeah. rained out, and then they, tried, they, they made it up on Friday, July 7th, and uh, I had to skip that because I had commitment at, at another racetrack and couldn't go to that and uh, i'm gonna have surgery on tuesday so what? i'm gonna miss uh the thursday and friday up there and uh when i'm at the the track that i normally shoot at i'll have a mask on on that saturday so oh man well so we'll talk about that off air but uh, everything okay oh yeah i'm fine it's uh you know it's gonna take more than a a, a doctor with a knife to uh, to keep me down from missing a race yeah they I, they've been threatening to give me a lobotomy for a long time <laughs> well, you know, what makes you think they haven't already done it? Well, you know, some, sometimes the way I act, I, yeah, I, I wonder. But, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a good year at CNS. Um, you know, the, the weather has been the weather everywhere. I mean, my God. But uh, <clears throat> I'm looking forward to being out. I'll see you this weekend. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, I don't think I'll be going to the, the cup uh, race in Phoenix. Um so I, I, some, some things have popped up uh, business-wise that I think are going to curtail that, but uh, which makes kind of bums me out because I always look really very much like so many friends down there going to the race down there. But I don't know. It, it is what it is. I mean, it's only 45 days till the end of summer, you know, Labor Day. Well, we've still got plenty <laughs> of stuff going on. Uh, the Cup Series NASCAR is at Pocono this weekend. Yes, it is. Uh, for the only stop at Pocono, I mean, I'm I'm kind of wondering with uh, Pocono not having the IndyCar race anymore, can they survive with just one NASCAR weekend a year? Um, but they've got the trucks and the uh, the Xfinity s- Series on Saturday, and then the Cup Series on Sunday. So uh, yeah, and Martin's only won that thing like six times in the last decade or something. <laughs> Seems like well, you know, I guess he calls... the defending champion is 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 uh, Chase Elliott after. Uh, uh, first and second place were disqualified last year. Chase became the winner of that race. So um, he's a defending champion. So we'll see how that goes this year. Yeah, well, and Martin, Martin says, to me, in the past, he's called Pocono's home track. Now, now last week, he says New Hampshire is really his home track because he's from Mayetta, New York. So I don't know where the yeah. hell, I don't know what it is, or New Jersey. Yeah, and it's in New Jersey. And uh, I guess anything on the East Coast is his home track. He probably says Dover's his home track also. I Yes, I think he has, actually. Yeah, he yes, has. he has. Yeah, not it's not Pocono, it's Dover. Yeah, Dover, Dover, Delaware. Oh my god. Well, he probably claims them all. I mean, uh, he's from New Jersey, and uh, isn't uh, Pocono just an hour, hour and a half drive from New York City? And uh, I'm not sure yeah. where in New Jersey Mayetta is at, but uh, it can't be that much of a drive for yeah, it's to a, Pocono from just there. Just a quiet weekend in the Poconos. That's right. Um, you know, NASCAR. You know, we kick around a lot of stuff about NASCAR. And the NASCAR schedule. I mean, we're gonna. Um, we, we've talked about the clash being at the Coliseum in L.A. Do you kind of think they've used the uh, the novelty of r- running that race, the clash up? I kind of think they should take the money they spent building that track inside the Coliseum and and start running the clash at some of the some of the local short tracks, like 
you know, the, you've got uh, New Smyrna Beach in Florida, you've got Kern County and Irwindale in California, and, and maybe some of the money they spend building that temporary track, the Coliseum could go f- forward to some of these uh, tracks that support the NASCAR Weekly Racing Series with some improvements there to help the uh, the up-and-coming drivers. Um, it, it just It's your program, your thoughts. No, no, no. And, Joey, I, I can't say I disagree with all the ways, but there's no, there's no whiz-bang to that. Um, well, I mean, the the fact that it's on TV and just because it's at the Coliseum doesn't. Uh, I mean, the Coliseum track is less than a quarter of a mile track. Right, oh, I agree. Um, but you can't you could put run seventy thousand I mean, people. Actually, in you could run County. the All Star race at Slinger, and Slinger would look like a super speedway compared to the track in well, the Coliseum. Yeah, but you can't put seventy thousand people in there either. Well, that's where you take that money that you spent on the, building the track at the Coliseum and do some things to expand the expand the stuff to some of these local tracks. And as far as that goes, what's wrong with running a Cup race once in a while? on some of these local tracks like South Boston or uh, the new Dominion Speedway or or Kern County or New Smyrna Beach. Bring, you know, they talk about bringing it back to the roots. We went to North Wilkesboro, and hopefully they're doing something to bring Rockingham back, too, to get maybe one race a year also. But uh, what would be wrong with uh, with running a track on one of the uh, grassroots tracks that uh, helps support NASCAR in the 50s or 60s? I think you should send an email. <laughs> well, <laughs> Well, I I, don't, I have I, it. Yeah, I have I'm not going to float that one out. Ben Kennedy. So, I mean, that dis- that discussion has probably already taken place as we speak. Yeah, more than likely. Um, so, so Martin Truex is top of the points now. He's kind of become the the favorite. Um, you know, it's it's uh, this year has been so topsy turvy. I just, I mean, I usually by this point I kind of have a handle on it, and I think. I'd like to believe that Martin is, you know, the guy moving forward, but that team has been so inconsistent. I don't know what to do. Well, you know, let's go back to the year that uh, Tony Stewart won. He just barely made it into the playoffs and then won five out of the five out of the ten races in the playoffs and became the champion. I mean, you look for somebody like Chase Elliott, who is yet to win a race yet this year. I uh, know. To get hot, maybe win some races. Um, Alex the Showman Bowman, uh, uh, you know, he hasn't been the same since he broke his back in that sprint car crash. Which brings us to a completely another subject, I guess, that we could talk about at some point. But nevertheless, uh, I expect Bowman to show something yet sometime this year and get into the win column. Uh, Brad Keselowski, uh, you know, the, the team is improving. Uh, um, you know, when's he going to get hot? When's he going to jump into it and uh, be a factor? Uh, Joey Logano has been real quiet since early in the year. He's in the playoffs with a win, but uh, uh, just not uh, not running up front and dominate like he had been earlier. You know, and here's here's a – and, yeah, I agree with you because, um, uh, yeah, it, it, you guys just too too talented. Um, but it, interesting, ever since Ross Chastain had you know a few dust ups in a row, and got a talking to, you know, he he went from second to sixth in the points now. I it, it, I don't know if the eye of the tiger has uh, has put on dark sunglasses, but um, oh boy, there's. Can you stick around for a segment, Joey? One more, sure. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I hope Ross hasn't lost Ross Chastain that we as we know him because he's a breath of fresh air and very exciting. But uh, I tell you, we're, we're going to. Uh, oh my God, we're going to last call the final segment of the program. And uh, what the heck, we'll finish up with Joe Star talk, talk a little NASCAR, maybe a little World Outlaws, uh, some local Joe stuff. But it is Race Central on the radio, brought to you by North Star Liquor Superstore. Drive a little, save a ton. Confection foods, cigars, all the beverages you love at the best prices anywhere here in the Mile High. Like I say, drive a little, save a lot, or go to the web, NorthstarLiquorSuperstore.com. You can order right there. It's Ray Central.
Last segment coming up after this. Forty-five minutes after the hour, as we go, uh, last call, and um, so we do every Friday, three to five. It's the Drive Race Central on Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen. Great to uh, have all of you tuning in today, as you always do. And if you miss any part of the program, you can go to racecentralmedia.com. The podcast will be up after the show, and uh, Race Central unplugged our video cast with the omnipresent uh, Sid, Sid the Kid STK as we call her is now up on our YouTube channel. Uh, what can I say? Uh, so, Joe, we got six races remaining, and I can't. I mean, I, I don't know where this year has gone. I don't know if I've been living in like a parallel universe or something. But you know, I was joking earlier. It is about forty-five days until uh, Labor Day weekend, which is the official end of summer, right? So, uh, we got six races uh, remaining uh, to, to set the sixteen-driver field, and then we're in the we're in the throes of it. Um, can't believe it. I mean, where where is the summer gone? But um, I still I'm having a hard time finding my footing on who's the dude right now in NASCAR. Usually, about now we've got a dude, and I don't know who that dude is. Well, I mean Ross Chastain was uh, you know he was in the middle of everything, and then him yeah. and uh, Noah, um, <laughs> I guess Ross landed the punch on Noah, and Noah got held back. But uh, Ross hasn't been the same since that fight. Um, whether he lost the desire to uh, to have an altercation every week or or whatever, I don't know. Again, uh, uh, you know, you have uh, Chase Elliott, who at the start of the season, everybody thought that you know he was a favorite to win the championship. He got hurt uh, snowboarding or here in Colorado, and, yep. uh, you know, he's going to have to win a race uh, to get in. I, I think he's good enough in the points, but he's going to have to win a race in order to, to, to make sure that he's in. Um, you've got Denny Hamlin, Ham Sandwich, uh, as yeah. you call him. <laughs> several of us call him, I guess. Yes. Um, you know, you would expect him to be doing better, but as he's too focused on being a team owner with the 2311 um, deal over there, um, again, you know, uh, Hendrick Racing, uh, you kind of think that uh, they were going to be a bigger player in the deal too with uh, with the changes that they've made and, uh, and the people they've got on board. Um, it just, right now, it looks like it's, it's wide open for anybody. It really is. I mean, it, it, it really, really is. Um, but I don't know. Is that I, it could be uh, just the, the state of, of where NASCAR is now? Of course, you know, Bush Light is leaving Harvick. He's going over to, with Ross Chastain over on that deal. I mean, um, you know, it's 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 really interesting to see what Justin Marks has built. And you know, they 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 win in in the streets of Chicago with uh, Shane Van Ginsbergen, who's coming back for the I, I think the. <clears throat> the Indy Road Course event. Um, it's it's I don't know, man. It's just it's got a it's got a weird feel this year because just, well, what does that say about the state of NASCAR when a, when a yeah. somebody from the Australian Supercars come in here and uh, beats NASCAR in their own backyard? Well, except that I don't think Shane would have anywhere near that success on on a small and certainly not on a, on a big oval. It's a it's a whole different deal. Well, I think a lot of uh, a lot of it had to do with they they also shortened the race right there at the last minute too and cut it down to 75 laps from 100. I think some people were planning on going 100. Uh, now, it didn't take a genius to figure out that uh, it's getting dark and there's no lights on the street course. Um, so they had NASCAR had to do the only thing they could do, but uh, 
there were some that felt that uh, that that definitely gave an advantage to the person that won. Oh, I agree. Um, I mean, and, but yeah. And then, again, then again, we were waiting for the rain. Uh, they're literally running laps there, waiting for it to start raining. Am I thinking about the right race? Is that Chicago? Oh yeah, it it yeah it uh, it <clears throat> great venue, <clears throat> beautiful sight lines. They have they got two more years on their contract, so we know we'll be back there at least twice. I think um, it, it may be uh, those kind of events may be a much bigger picture as we move into the future. But uh, yeah, but I mean, again, the weather you can't predict the weather. And the, the, this year, the weather has been so freaky. But, uh, yeah, there there is no lights. And uh, a lot of cars got crashed out. It was it was still damp. The dew point was very, very, very high. So, you know, the, the track was never really – I mean, it may have been visually dry. But when you have that much moisture in the air, things just stay a little greasy. And you got different pavement surfaces and manhole covers and – you know, man, man, man you've got seven. that little lake right sitting next to it that kind of keeps the humidity high there yeah, in Chicago. Kind so. of, kind of, yeah. So, you know, but, but you know, NASCAR's mentioned other possibilities for street course racing, which includes Denver. Um, I don't know. I mean, you're an insider. Do you really think that that could happen here in Denver no. again? Nope. I don't think so either. Nope. I mean, the uh, when we ran the Indy cars downtown, and you, you had the state capitol as a backdrop. I mean, what a beautiful setting that was. But then when they moved the other two races and ran it on the Auraria campus, uh, uh, you had the Pepsi can there. Uh, the Pepsi Center, I mm-hmm. guess, was the backdrop yeah. there. And I'm not sure you could see any of the mountains from where they ran that. Well, you could because I announced them. And I was up in the – I was uh, really in a beautiful fa- uh, part of the facility to announce from. And we had a lot of monitors. And uh, that – see, when they ran downtown – I wasn't here, obviously. But, uh, yeah, it was picturesque, but uh, – the, the drivers complained and team owners complained about the surface and there was just way too many bumps and it just it just wasn't the right layout uh, and the racing wasn't that great because of it uh, when they move out to Auraria, you're on nice smooth perfectly you know uh, baby bottom smooth um, concrete and uh, the, the cars and the teams loved it because you could really set up the car to go fast and they didn't really have too many corners that were just, you know, 90-degree, you know, momentum killers. So it flowed very nicely. And most of the seats, you can see a couple corners at least, and that's good. Um, but there ain't, there ain't, there ain't no, no, no NASCAR race coming into Are you kidding me with the political environment the way it is now? I mean, we'd keep well, all those homeless people the pl- awake. The, the political environment could have an effect on uh, the plans for the, for the new Bandemir Speedway, too. So um, we well, can only wait and see. Yeah, well, that's, you know, and and – What's interesting is um, I think Sporty Bandera made a comment about, you know, mixed-use facility, road track, maybe an oval, uh, drag strip, blah, blah, blah. But then he said that even if our name isn't on it and the name Onshoots and and Kroenke have all of a sudden, you know, popped up into – in the thin, not out of in the thin air, but into thin air because we have no – Well, that's that's not the only big name that's popped up too, but I I don't want to mention any of them because – you know, you know, at this time, the rumor mill is flowing hot and heavy, and everything that you can imagine, I've heard at least once. Well, give me, give me the name. What's the other name? Penske. You know, so I, I've heard that too, but he tried that once before, and I think, you know, he's got the Motor, motor Speedway, he owns the IndyCar Series, he's got so much going on, uh, but he tried that 20 years. When I first moved here, I heard all about the PPIR, Bandemir, Penske, you know, or Fluckle, um, and and I don't know, man. Roger Penske's 
I just doesn't seem like one of those kind of guys is going to go and unpack all that brain damage but from 20 again, years Again, as a partnership to what's some of the other things that are going on. So yeah. um, you, know, you, you it, don't know for sure what's going to happen. Uh, again, everything is being talked about right now. Where these people, where all these people are getting their information, it's hard to say. Um, I know what uh, John Bandemir told you when you mentioned something to him. Yep. Um, he never admitted to anything. Uh, the newspaper has already got him with bought 1,100 acres, but I know that's not true, that they're still looking at other properties, yes. and nothing has been signed or nothing has been closed on that's yet. That's correct. So, um, um, you know, slow down so on I, some of the rumors. I yes. mean, I hope everything that, that they're talking about comes true. Um, and that, I've lived that, here a, that, a long time, too, and I saw what happened when Penske tried to build the track out, out east in Arapahoe County. Yes, and um, and when Larry Miller tried to build one, up uh, there in, um, uh, I think that Mead. was Weld County, wasn't Mead. it? That's Mead, yeah. But they didn't, they didn't need 150 million dollars a year worth of revenue anyway. Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, and all the other because he was going to build a NASCAR track and a road track. What he basically was going to do is build what he built out in Utah. But so here's so that 1,100 um, acre piece, if it's the one I'm thinking of, which is out Hudson Way. Uh, I think it's 800 um, in, uh, 80 acres with an adjoining piece to make it 1,100 that they could, you know, have access to. Uh, I've heard that one, too. And, yeah. I, and then there's supposedly another piece that is 1,100 acres. So, you know, like I said, nothing's been closed on. Yeah. They're not talking about where it's at because they don't want speculators jumping in there and trying to upset the apple cart, so to speak. Um, you he know, told, we will told, see what happens when it happens. Yeah, he told me exactly where they were. And I, I don't well, we know. don't need to mention that on the air. No, I know, but I I don't know where that is because I don't go out those those ways. So I don't I don't. You know, I'm like, okay, I got it. Uh, I don't know where it is. You know, it is it is what it is. So I mean, I I'm looking forward to uh, them breaking ground on something like that, and uh, and again, uh, we will see where that goes. I mean, if they when they finish that complex, it should be a it should be a multi-use uh, motorsports park and. Uh, and hopefully that they will do some of the things that I've heard that they plan on doing so that they will have the noise abatement and the neighbors will not be disturbed. Well, there there are no neighbors out uh, next to one of the parcels, and there, there never will be. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. It's, that is good. It's oil and gas-owned uh, territory, and there ain't no homes going to be built. That, so, would be a, that would be a good thing. So what what if they build this and they have a, uh, a paved oval and a paved dirt track? What What does that do to the rest of the landscape? Um, I'm not in a position to talk about that in public. <laughs> <laughs> you know what will happen to me if I do? Yes. So um, uh, I'm going to leave that speculation for you. Oh, great. And Thanks, you, Joe. You and I can talk about that privately. Yeah. It. Uh, I, I don't know. But, you know, a project like that, even if they, you know, so the, the, the rumor I've heard is 2024 they're taking off and they hope to have an NHRA event in 2025. Do you think? That they, that they could pull, could happen. I mean, can you build a facility with enough infrastructure and and you know everything and and make that happen? I don't know. I I would hope so, but it's it just seems like that's fast. I think they could get the drag strip in in that amount of time. Um, now, again, all the things that they're talking about are not all going to be done at the same time. And in in, that, in 2025, not all, it's not all going to be there. Right. Um, I think this will be a project where the drag strip will come first. Uh, if that road course they're talking about is, is going to happen, I believe that will come next. And then after that, uh, you know, then the discussion is well, about an oval. 
uh, dirt track oval or paved oval. Mm-hmm. Uh, paved oval. Now, again, is it is it for a weekly racing series or is it for a NASCAR-type track to come in here and maybe be something like uh, Bristol or, uh, or uh, Martinsville or Richmond? Because I don't believe NASCAR wants any more big tracks. I think they're looking at uh, going to some smaller tracks. I agree. Well, and, and with the other names that have been mentioned, could, could uh, there be a conglomeration of all those people uh, working in harmony to build all the mixed-use things we've talked about? And because uh, when I, Sporty said, you know, may not have our name on it, that, that makes me really wonder if maybe there's, you know, bigger money and bigger player coming and is saying, okay, I will put in X, you put in X, you, you put in X, and we're going to call this thing, you know, uh, the Rocky Mountain Motorsports Complex, and who knows? I mean, I, I mean, we. That's, we, we that's could, what I've gotten out of it. That, that there are uh, uh, people that want to be investors, but they they're not interested in the drag strip. They're interested in the road course. Interesting. <coughs> well, and I mean that uh, that could be exactly what's going to happen. Yep. Again, the Bandemirs. I haven't talked to the Bandemirs. I, I could pick the phone up and call them, but. Uh, um, they're not going to tell me anything, nor should they. And that will be the first thing I'll tell them. Anything that's not supposed to be out there in public, don't tell me about I, it. I agree. Um, because, you know, we don't want anything. I mean, even the speculation that we've talked about here on the air, um, you know, who knows? I mean, yeah. it's just talk between you and me. Yeah, and, that's you know, pretty much. <laughs> 100 million people that are listening to every word that we say. So Yeah, and, and I, I wish them, they're, they're wonderful people. I wish them the best. I hope it all happens just the way they want it to happen and in the best way for them. Because uh, I'm going to miss going to the hogback. So that's what I can say. Joey, I'll see you uh, manana. And uh, we'll, we'll talk more about your upcoming um, uh, puncture wounds. And <laughs> and uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Have a good weekend and blah, blah, blah. And all you out there, thanks for tuning in. We love you. Thanks for listening. Watch Ray Central TV. You can watch on Denver Comcast or anywhere you can hear my voice around the country. Check your local providers for channels and such in your time. And uh, easiest found at racecentralmedia.com. Joey, I'll see you tomorrow. All of you out there, have a safe weekend and do something nice for somebody. And we'll see you next week.